0: Episode number 205 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Lewis Walker and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Lewis, I hope you're well. Uh, you're, you're sitting there. I don't know if you're sitting or standing, but you've got the, the view of of the the Spay Bay in the background yet again. Um, so tell us how you are and what you've been up to.
1: Yeah,
2: well, Kyle, the picture is always going to be the same picture that's behind me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just to let you know, I don't put it up oh, especially talking... for each episode. Oh, well, do you know what? Tom Tommy used to put different ones on. He used, sometimes he put a stadium in the background. Uh, oh, but right. uh, yeah, that that's good to know. Sometimes you get confused because that literally is your backdrop anyway of your house. Well, it, is, it, is,
2: it is the backdrop to my house. Uh, but to be fair, my IT skills are nowhere near as good as Tom's. So I'd I stick with the one picture. I like it. I like it. But I mean, um, well, it's we, 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 use it or lose it. I mean, I will. I will absolutely lose it if I try and play about with it. <laughs> and you can hear, Kyle. I'm a bit hoarse. Oh, I am. A yeah. bit hoarse. Oh, and
0: guess no. guess why I'm a bit hoarse today. I, I think you've been there uh, shouting at a box in in your room uh, last night, perhaps. Is absolutely. That the, the absolutely.
2: <laughs> riveting. No. Riveted to the World 1,500 metres championships and our one and only
0: Josh Kerr champion of the world. How's that? That is a, that is a phenomenal event. Like, uh, we were a little bit late in the party, so we put on BBC iPlayer, put all our phones away. Um, I almost fast-forwarded it too much. Uh, but oh. Luckily, it was only the first oh. lap. But, uh, I mean... Afterwards, I looked at the prediction that you had, and your prediction before the race started was uh, uh, Josh, Inger, Inger Britson, and uh, who was the other guy you had? Was it? Well, I did, I did.
2: I slipped Neil Gourley in there just a bit patriotically and hoped he would get a medal. But my, my key prediction was Josh Kerr for the win, uh, just in the same way that Jake
0: turned him over last year. And it it was exactly the same. It was exact same way, wasn't it? Like you know, it was almost, almost yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh, but, y- you know surprised the... me. Yeah, I thought, it... you know i I thought like Britson would have maybe changed his tactics slightly to to allow for something like that to happen again. You know, front running from the start for for you know as a fifteen hundred meter event. With a big yeah. group behind you, I, I I thought it was slightly slightly bizarre. To, um, to be
2: fair, to be fair, Kyle, you you probably fast forwarded a bit too much. It was he took it on from um, from about uh, about four or five hundred meters. So he wasn't in the front at the start. One of the Kenyans, I think, Chariot was. Ah, that's right. you yeah. know, re- re- really yeah. pushed pushed the first lap pace, uh, and there were three in about fifty six, and then and then it was a fifty eight second lap. Um, so 154 to 800. It's not. I mean, it's quick, but it's not super, super fast for these guys. Yeah. You know what their their major kind of pace attempts would normally go through 151, 152. So, um, but yeah, but I think so. I think the thing about Ingebrigtsen is is he he doesn't have this you know the absolute speed over 800 meters that these other guys have. So he does he does have to make it hard from a long way out. And if folk are not making it hard for him, then then he's got to do it himself. um do not I d I don't I don't think that he's got he's got all of the tools in in the box. He runs best off a really hard you know a 56 second pace all the way through is his favorite pace. Um, yeah. But you know, he did in this. I don't know whether you saw the semi finals at all a cu- couple of days before because he and Josh were in the same semi final. I saw that, yeah. I
0: did watch that, yeah. And
2: you did a bit of grandstanding coming up uh, off the bend in the home ah, street. Right. <laughs> and and to be fair, you know, I don't think it was fairly but he's grandstanding. I have to say, I'm a bit mixed about that because I was a Steve Ovette fan in the old days. Uh, yeah. And Steve Rovette used to do a bit of grandstanding, and I, I, I <laughs> he, he was my hero, so I, it's a bit two faced to me to say, Oh, Inge Britson, grandstanding, yeah. that's just near right at all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but t- to be fair, he he had you know, he was well down the field, he was about eight or so with about 300 to go, and he ran round the field, uh, t- did his bit of grandstanding, and uh, he, you know, I think well, he won the race, did he not? Um, yeah, yeah. You try, to be try fair, Josh
0: was right next to him, there
2: wasn't yeah, he? he was, yeah, you know, he was, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 Josh was just kind of laughing a bit about it and and uh, and looking okay. But yeah, so he does. He, you know, there's no doubt that he has he does have a turn of pace, but he's not he's not the sharpest tool in the box over 800 meters. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a, yeah. you know as fast an 800 as 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 these guys do. So so yeah, he has to make a he has to make it hard. Um, and I uh, think you
0: could have done them um, like if the, the race panned out any differently. Do you think Josh would have still had the win?
2: I, th- I think Josh has got all the tools in the box. Um, yeah. And I think you know he's got fast. He's got one forty four eight hundred. Uh, <laughs> He's really leaned down. I don't know whether you've seen any of his interviews, but, you know, I, I mean, his, his interview last night was really quite emotional. You know, it was re, a real tear-jerker. Yeah. jerk yeah, you Yeah, know, it's I, kind of really grabbed, you know, played your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there were some other interviews that he did when when he said, you know, he's been totally focused on this. He's he's had nutritional support. His nutritionist has had him on a really, when I say strict diet, I don't mean strict in terms of of nay food but I mean, you you know, a real kind of what was called a body composition diet to change the composition of his body. So he has, he has kind of, um, uh, you know, he was lean and mean looking and and I'd seen him at the UK championships over 800 a few weeks before. And and I'd said, wow, you're you're looking, you're looking lean and mean and uh, just well-oiled. So he'd, he'd, Prepared well, he prepared mentally, physically. He'd done all the sessions, and particularly his mental application was was second to none. He'd really put the work in, honing his mind and his body to you know to be ready for this performance. He was ready for whatever was going to happen. So, I, so the, backing up to what you were saying, you know, I think I think he could have won it probably every which way. You know, given the tools that you
0: had, yeah, but absolutely. When you go, there. No, I, I was just going to say it's uh, to get you know, the Josh being an Edinburgh AC athlete, Jake Whiteman being an Edinburgh AC athlete, like at the same event at the World yeah. Championships, that that I don't, has that ever happened before, you know? not, not well, in Scotland, but, but just in the world. Uh, yeah. well, I, I, athletics meet. I I've, I don't know. I yeah. think it's incredible. I, I think it's... Yeah,
2: and it's it, it even better than that. It's, it's Edinburgh Athletic Club 2 in Gabritson, nil. Because <laughs> they both ran for EAC.
0: I mean,
2: yeah. they still run
0: for EAC. Uh, yeah. the,
2: no, they both uh, still do, don't
0: they? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And and there's there a couple of, big, like, uh, double, like, you know them both when they were kids yeah exactly to seniors and they're both in the same left and right yeah <laughs> positions of the photos as well I think it's it's amazing yeah. to see um but yeah absolutely huge highlight for, for 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 athletics in Scotland to to see that happening yeah. again good to see Jake you know commentating I thought it was quite good you know yeah really be great to see him being a commentator in the future he's he's definitely got a a bit of humour there too eh?
2: yeah I kind of like the way he put Michael Johnson in his place because he's he's, uh, to be honest he's not a guy that I really take to I I think that you know beyond the sprints he he opens his mouth and a lot of hot air comes out not a lot (laughs) of it makes sense Uh, so it's good it's good to have a you know, as one of the panelists, somebody who's a proper middle distance runner, and, and yeah, run just yeah, a couple yeah. of heptathletes in, a, in yeah. a form of 400 meter runner, uh, yeah. you know, spout, spouting on about the, the middle and longer distance events,
0: yeah. So, like, I mean, not only did we have the 1500 meters final, I mean, before we we will get to the main substance of, of our episode tonight, who in the form of um, Natasha Phillips, who we, yeah. Been, Longing to get on the show, who uh, recently got a fourth at the European Under 20s and is one of Scotland's rising stars. So we're going to have her on the show in 15 or so minutes. Um, but let's just you know round up the you know the the latest of of the World Athletics Championships while we're while we're still on it. Yeah. Um, and and you know we had the 1500 final, cracking final. Let's not forget. Neil Gurley as well, getting a top 10 there. I so, 3.31, yeah. I mean, 3.31 for, you know, to get in the top 10. I mean, that's that's still an absolute sh- cracking time. And, you know, all these times are, are speedy. However way you want to look at it, um, you know, if it's the shoes, if it's uh, performance, you know, being dragged to quicker times, it's probably just going to be that, no doubt, combination. Um, but, uh, you know, for you so far, Lewis, without going through every single... Event, um, what what has been your sort of highlights so far at the the World Athletics Championships in Budapest? Well,
2: I thought the the women's 10K uh, yeah. was yeah. was was a good race, uh, and again the women's 1500 uh, t- turned into you know that that was an interesting race because it went quite slowly through the first 800. There were about two twelve at 800, which is is. Quite a slow pace because not you know in, in a fast race they go through two six in a normal race they might go through two eight maybe two nine uh, you know yeah. so two eight is four minute pace um, but but they went through in two twelve and then and then it just kind of absolutely took off um, and you know it was just it, it was really great to see you know faith kept going. Uh, very difficult to know how to beat this woman. <laughs> if, yeah, if, I know. if if you could at all, I mean, she's just got she's got all the tools. You know, world fifteen hundred, world mile, and a world five k record holder. So you, you know, really challenging to to you know to, to find a way around that really. Um, and I was I was kind of you know Laura, Laura Muir gave her best. Um, yeah, and it was you know c- came up a bit short. I don't think it was the you know Laura's probably kind of got much more strength at the moment than than sheer speed, and she would have been better off had it been a a quicker race through through that first uh um, yeah, you
0: know, like first a
2: 800. the eight hundred yeah yeah so you know but she came sixth, and the, the other thing was that both her and Katie Snowden. You know, had run three fifty six in the heats uh, a couple of yeah, days before, that. and that
0: Is and that that's like an
2: in, incredibly fast. Time or
0: something for, yeah, yeah.
2: So, so it was Kate Snowden. You know, she she became uh, the second fastest UK person ever, yeah, uh, surpassing Kelly Holmes, and uh, and Laura was just you know not that uh, short of her her uh, her British record. Um, so it was um. It's, you you know, it was real quality stuff. And to be able to reproduce that a couple of days later, because I think Laura was 3.58 and Katie was just snuck under four minutes for the second time in her career. Uh, I mean, the other person in that race was Safan Hassan. And and you'll maybe remember on the first night of the athletics, she... She fell but you know in, in the last 25 meters or so um uh, when 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 she was leading and in the 10k and uh uh so i felt i felt really sorry for her and and i did think i did think she'd been pushed by Sege but actually when I looked at it again you know from the head on you could see that she'd moved she'd moved across slightly to block segi yeah, so she right. she, she, she kind of probably brought it on herself a little bit but hey so in, in terms of mental stuff you know she's she basically said inshallah it's the will of god it's happened there's nothing i can do i'm just going to get on with it and and that's a that's a kind of very powerful um belief to have that allows you to, to move on. And she came back to run the fifteen hundred and and tried very hard and 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 uh, got uh, third place. So do
0: you think um do you think if Safa never I mean that I mean not only did she she had the heats but she had the it was 10, it was ten K wasn't it? It was uh, yeah. the ten K finals. And that wasn't a heat. That was a straight final, I think. No, that was um, a straight final. Yeah. yeah. Do you think if she didn't have that in her legs, she could have? Yep. Know? No. No. I I I
2: I think she was even if fresh, she would have should have been struggling. And yeah. uh, she's got a marathon in her legs as well, you know, in terms of the training that she's been doing. What I found quite interesting was after the after the 1500, she went and ran four or five 400s and 64 65 with a 30 to 40 second recovery as as part of her warm down session and then the next morning she did a 5k and she she ground out the 5k really hard so that was the second heat so Megan Keith was was in the first uh, heat and did you know performed very well in in our baptism there in the world championship. Really difficult kind of heat. It went very slow the first three k, and it's then sped up, uh, and so it was always it was always going to be going to be difficult. But in that second heat, um, y- y- you know, basically, um, Safana San just took it on and really pushed hard, and and actually and actually fought Faith Kitbegan for the win. And I, I don't know whether she's trying to tire folk out or 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 whatever, but I mean, she's basically on a ten k. She's done a, a a heat in the semi of the fifteen hundred, uh, then in a fifteen hundred final, and then she's run a five k. And she's done a session as well. <laughs> kind of That's after a race. It?
0: Yeah. But yeah. You, you know, it's a bit mind boggling, isn't it? Yeah. One, uh, one, one to note for me, you know, I know it's not the UK, but the Kiara McGeehan. Oh, yeah. A fourth place in the 1500 national record. Like that 356 was, you know, definitely a, a highlight, Um, you know, certainly for Ireland anyway. And, you know, certainly yep. for the, the closer countries too. So congrats to her too for a fantastic run there. Um, yeah, well, yeah, she she ran very well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely um and whatever ones do we have then what's the other highlights in there that you've well you've enjoyed or...
2: um well i don't i don't know if i've got anything i've got stuff coming up it's main main semi-finals of the 800 tonight i mean there's three three brits in that ben patterson dan rowden and max bergen i think they'll give good accounts of themselves yeah, but a night in the semis, the woman's eight hundred semis. She's she's looking uh, like a a new person, a uh, newfound confidence. Look good in her heat, um, running well, and I think she's she does have a chance. Uh, I think Sunday's the final there. I think she, I think she's got a chance for meddling. Um and yeah. uh, you know, I, th- I think Moo, I don't know whether you saw her in the in the kind of warm up room. She's. She's really uncomfortable in her own skin, you know. In terms of of you know being a uh, an eight hundred meter world leading runner, she's uncomfortable yeah. as an athlete and very anxious. Um, yeah. So it's quite interesting to see to see her in the call room trying to deflect the 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 cameras and and you know hide herself. Ooh. Yeah.
0: It's so I, I I don't know whether she'll
2: turn up and run away from the field. Or whether the nerves will
0: get it to her. So the 800, the, we have the men's 800 final tonight. Um, no, the, the semi,
2: semi-semi is
0: semi's tonight. Semi-final yeah. men's. And then the semi-final for the women's tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah. Which is Friday. And then Saturday is the 800 males. And yeah. Sunday is the 800 final for the women so yeah there, there so. you go and then obviously the marathons as well there's 5k final Sunday's a big day for distance running eh yep yeah get my coaching done before that then. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: brilliant well well that's uh well that's yeah exciting to watch and it's, it's obviously good good timings and uh yeah Scotland are having a great presence in the the middle Absolutely. distance uh, in, in some stacked fields as well. Um, but yeah, as, as we said, we've got Natasha coming on in a couple of minutes. But before we go there, I'm going to go even further uh, into the long distances in terms of running. Um, so so I've got the, we had the Space Highway Ultras that ran, oh, literally yeah. ran past your door uh, on Saturday, didn't, didn't we? Um, well you ran well, past you, my door but I wasn't at my door I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, so yeah anyone who's who was taking part well done for a cracking day and uh, we hope you enjoyed the the races and um, it was it started it, it was the rains were lashing down in the morning and um, but later in the day when the runners started getting closer to Bucky it was a fantastic day sun's out guns out blue skies it was amazing so the the the, the sort of main results I'll just go over them quickly Uh, so we had Grant Jeans who's uh, uh, he's he's uh, a frequent winner of the space side way so it's a 50k uh, it was 35 we've reduced it to 50k uh, so it starts at Tandu Distillery so he he ran it by a a good few minutes uh, 15 minutes well for in 3:48 Uh, Grant McKellar who is a listener of the show as well uh, from Wales, who only came to the race because he listened to us uh, on the podcast and thought, oh, I'll do that race. That was good to hear. So well done Grant for a second place there. And third place was Daniel Arbide in 4.19. And the, the female results were Isabella Sheldon in 4.43. Uh, and your second place was Sarah Milne in 4.47 and Chloe Robertson in 4.48 as well, of Jog Scotland Contour. tour. The the hundred k winner was John Campbell in eleven hours fifty three fifty five minutes. Uh, Paul Nash, twelve hours fourteen, and Craig Fletcher in twelve hours and twenty one. And your first and only finisher in on the female side was uh, Katrina Clark in fifteen hours and one minute. So yeah, well done right. to everyone taking part in the space way. Uh, and then the next race is the Dava Way, which will go from Granton all the way down to Forest, uh, including the Nelson's Tower with a sting in the tail. So, uh, oh, that's yeah. Uh,
2: the, the, <laughs> yeah, that the hill there, the Nelson Tower. Ah, it yeah, that's
0: it. Oh. It's been, I'm sure it's been a many, many a time that you've you've uh, programmed those types of sessions and yeah. Uh, so yeah, but but anyway, but we're gonna go we're gonna go back down the distance again, and we're gonna chat about uh, Natasha. Natasha Phillips has just joined us. So without further ado, here is uh, our rising star in athletics in Scotland, Natasha Phillips.
2: Hello, Natasha. How are you?
3: Hi, I'm fine. How about you?
2: I'm good. I'm Lewis, and uh, Kyle's on the the other side. The, the, Hello, the podcasters Kata. can, yeah, the podcasters can only hear us, but we can see each other, which uh, is quite quite useful. So Kyle, Kyle's just giving you a real kind of grandstand uh, introduction here as uh, Scotland's rising star in the distances. When you no, go, absolutely. Kyle.
0: Yeah, and uh, to be fair, I don't know if you're, uh, you 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 you're a rising star, but you're a star now, you know. in, in the endurance uh, scene in Scotland, you've um, you know we we sort of came to know you uh, from the Inverness Half Marathon, and from yep. then you've you know you've gone on to become a GB international. And uh, so Natasha, just uh, you know again, thanks for coming on the show, and we'd we'd love to hear um, kind of how you got into running and and you know what what's that story look like for Natasha
3: oh well definitely and thank you and thank you for having me on the podcast as well yeah. I know we've tried to get on and everything um a few times in the past but it's good to to be finally on the podcast just yeah. <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> we're definitely going to keep keep pestering you until you No, uh, we've, we've never forced you to come on but, uh, no. yeah, we, uh, <laughs> but we've we've managed to align their uh, align availability eh? so yeah definitely. so yeah Natasha just tell us a little bit about you you know how you like got into running you well
3: I mean I started as a competitive swimmer from basically what well, I did swimming when I was like born and I went up through the levels and yeah. then I started competitive swimming when I was about seven um, and I did that up yeah. until really uh, COVID Um, yeah. and I'd done running like the odd like cross-country race in school and I did really enjoy it and we had this thing called um, county sports I do like the 800 and the 1500 and stuff and I'm um, ever really yeah. liking it but it wasn't really until um COVID started and I thought uh, you know what best way to keep my fitness up for swimming is um doing running so I would go out and do um, like the donate five run five and I remember running my first 5k and thinking oh my god this is like the hardest thing I've ever done <laughs> I don't know how people yeah, do this okay.
1: um
3: so I kept doing that and I and I really liked it um yeah. and there was these like virtual challenges that Scottish uh, Scottish athletics posted um and you yeah. do like uh 3ks and stuff and I ended up doing yeah. them and I'd look at like the rankings and I was like quite high up so I was like oh I'll, I'll keep doing it um and then I got invited to like a, a cross country and I did quite well so and then I got into the cross-country season like the year after yeah um and it was really after the season that I thought yeah I'm gonna possible well I was doing triathlon as well at the time but I was thinking that running was going to be like the way forward so that's yeah that, and then I just I thought I just decided like uh at the start of this year that I would do the the road races because I thought well you know the kid like it came first you know and before the track season so I thought I'd give it I, I give it a go, so and I really enjoyed it as yeah. well. And I wasn't really expecting really anything. I was like, oh, I'll go; it'll be good to get a proper, like, official ten k time or half marathon time. And then, um, yeah, ended up really liking it.
2: That's, well, uh, ended up really liking it and running really fast. You know? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I, 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 was, I was at Inverness when, uh, when you ran your half marathon, and and it was, you know, you were under seventy two minutes as a debut half marathon. That, that's pretty stunning. Particularly given your your uh, your usefulness, uh, to, to, you know to bring that to bear, and and it, and so I found it quite interesting around. Well, not only did you do the half, you ran a fifty-four, you know, ten miler, then a you know, sub thirty-three ten k. So so you kind of bridged you bridged you know several distances, but I was just intrigued that you came from a, a triathlon background. So t- tell us a wee bit about your triathlon background as well.
3: Um, so that was kind of before Covid as well like I just thought um, you know because I enjoyed running like quite a lot as well so I thought I'll do a triathlon um, and I was a part of the Triathlon Scotland like academy squad yeah. for the past two years um, so I did do like quite a few triathons and like aquathons and everything um, and I did like I I do enjoy it and I still I still do it. Um, I did one with my dad like last month and it was great fun. And it's definitely something I'm gonna come to in the future. Um, because I really want to do like half Ironmans and and stuff like that when I'm older. Um, probably yeah. when I'm sick of running or something, <laughs> I'll, I'll transition to to triathlon. Um, but yeah, I've, I've done it for yeah maybe like three years now. Okay. Um, but my bike skills are not very. Because I don't really ride outdoors that often because the roads are really dangerous where I live, so it's always on yeah. Zwift inside. So you know it doesn't really translate to to outdoors. Yeah,
2: yeah. You need you need a bit of kind of body position and the ability to you know to to cycle in crosswinds and you yeah. know just various other conditions up up and downhill that are not manageable through Zwift. I also coach Kyle's wife Debbie, so De- De- Debbie's a pro got a pro triathlete uh, license, so. Uh, And a wee bit about uh, all of the factors that need to be managed, you know, in terms of of putting out a really good triathlon performance. And at the same time, what you do in terms of swimming and cycling is a great foundation for running. I think it really helps running too
3: yeah yeah like most of my training is um is cross training because I don't really run like that often it's maybe like twice three times a week and my mileage is really quite low compared to like most people because most people I know that are you know doing the distances that I'm doing like half marathons and 10ks I mean some of their mileage is like 100k a week
1: yeah, and mine's, yeah.
3: like maybe a third of that um even up to well probably up to like 50k is the most I do um week so it's it's quite low and then it's kind of annoying when you know I did the half marathon people are like why are you doing the half marathon so like um, young you know you're gonna mess up your knees or something and I'm like that was basically my long run on a Sunday (laughs) Like, that that was my mileage really for that week so I'm not doing ridiculously high um, mileage or anything so um, yeah most of it is swimming and, and biking so tell What's us a wee a bit, a bit
2: about your swimming, swimming and biking training. What, what what kind of volumes are you doing? What, so the volumes and what kind of sessions are you doing? Is it just great um. swimming and cycling or are you kind of doing functional threshold power type stuff on your bike and sweet spot training. I wish
3: (laughs) I was doing that on my bike. Um, For swimming, um, I do maybe like three to four sessions a week. Um, I basically just emulate what I used to do when I was a competitive swimmer. So maybe not quite as intense the sessions because they used to be, really hard I mean you dread them all day at school and yeah. it they, yeah they were horrific your heart rate would be like at 200 beats per minute for about an hour I mean it was terrible yeah. <laughs> and so I do like a bit um, of sometimes I'll just do like easy swims so it'll be like drills and kick um, and then sometimes if I'm feeling okay um, I'll do some threshold work so maybe like 200s in the pool yeah. Um some like longer distances because I can't really be bothered doing like the hundreds at like VO2 max pace anymore I don't think that those days those days are are
2: past yeah Yeah,
3: definitely um so yeah that's what I do in the pool but the pool is really cold where I train so I have to just keep moving the whole time so if I stop for even like two minutes I'm like oh no it's it's dangerous zone because I feel like I'm just going to get out because I get that cold um so yeah it's mostly yeah it's quite continuous um the swimming um and then the biking, I just kind of pick a route on Swift and I just I just go on it. Sometimes it's quite hilly, um. Sometimes it's just like a, a flat, easy ride. But um, I used to do intervals on the bike, but to be honest, they were so hard, I stopped doing them. I yeah, <laughs> they were they were just too hard. I might go back to them because they were really good training. But it got to a point where I'd just be sweating on my bike, and I was like, no, I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. But um, I know it is really good to to do uh, sweet spot intervals and. You know, get your FTP and everything, but I've not done an F T P test in about two years. So. Okay.
2: Well, but that's but that's great in the sense that you what what you're doing is what is all the rage just now, which is, is what's called zone two training.
0: You know, yeah, which yeah. is
2: is is basically you're 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 using you're using your swimming and your cycling to develop that that baseline aerobic capacity, uh, and that that I think is great because you can do much more, you can do much more of that kind of work yeah. than you can compare to running, and you can recover m- much easier uh, from it. But but it builds. So so that that would have been a concern for me at your age, you know, in terms of, oh, my gosh, is doing half marathons and things. But if you're doing it off a limited mileage, but you're getting a significant amount of of stuff um, that is that is non-weight-bearing aerobic, then I think that's a great mix. I think it's a great mix. Yeah, Yeah.
3: And it really is is enjoyable as well. well. Because um, if I don't feel it, because I'm predominantly self-coached. I mean, I do have a coach, Andrew Woodruff, who looks over uh, my training and stuff on Training Peaks. But like I set my own sessions and sometimes like I wake up in the morning and I think I really can't be bothered going to the pool. So I'll just go on my bike instead. And it has the same benefits and same like effects. And it just means I'm a lot more consistent with my training. So, you know, if I was running all the time and I could be bothered running, I would miss the session completely. And that would be it. At least I do get some training even though I sometimes just don't really fancy doing one thing I've always got like other options um to do it and also just mix it up as well because it can get quite boring just doing the same the same thing all, <laughs> over and over again
0: <laughs> so when it comes to running like you know what what's your running element look like then you know what's that mix of training is it you know the, the sort of as Lewis said the zone two side of things is it easy runs is it long easy like you know what's that sort of like overall 30 to 40k of of running look like
3: um so it would be a track session on like tuesday or wednesday um and i would do it kind of depends on the race coming up so if i'm got like a longer race i'll do longer reps so like 2k 1k reps um off maybe like 90 second recoveries and I I don't really get like a a pace I just run fast like faster than I would normally run like I don't really have like a I'm gonna hit these times and everything because um I sometimes you just don't really you don't really hit the times and it's a bit annoying when you don't so I just I go and I, I just yeah. run I just run fast for the the reps but if it's a shorter race like because I have my uh, 5k uh, race in Israel and stuff so I was doing maybe shorter stuff so I was doing like 800s and 400s and um, just get yeah. my legs turning over before the race so that's what I would do on a, on a Tuesday and then and like a Friday, um, I'd maybe do, in the winter it would be like a treadmill run because I'm not really one for going outside when it's really rainy. So <laughs> yeah. it'd be like a treadmill, maybe like progression run or something because I can't just stay on the treadmill. I have to do something on, like make it a bit more interesting. So I like descend it down because I can't just stay on a treadmill for like 45 minutes at the one pace. That's that's yeah, not happening.
0: That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair um, enough. Uh,
3: and then in the summer it's outside. So there's like a, a park near where I live. Um. It's quite nice to run around there or just um, out with my dad on his bike uh, just for like maybe like an hour or something. And then um, Sunday would be my long run. So it's about like 22 kilometers. Um, And I do it quite like tempo paced. It's just what okay. I, I just do it. I mean, I spoke to my coach about it, and he was like, "Just if it works for you, just you know, keep doing it." So, um, yeah, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you should be doing it way slower. you know, what what are you doing, doing it at this pace?" But I, I just feel like it, it works for me, so I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep doing it. If it stops working, it, if it stops working, yeah. I'll I'll change it. But for now, it is yeah. working. So. so. So it's good to model. Uh,
2: I think you're right. What works for you, you know, what you respond to best, and and you're clearly a real. You know, endurance enthusiast across all all of the specialties. You know, the swimming, the cycling, and the running. And you know, it's working for you just now. So I'm a great believer. Don't if it ain't broke, don't don't, yeah, fix, don't fix it. it. Yeah. But you know, but you do have. You know, the thing that I kind of stepping back and looking at is you do have quite a range. You know, you've you've run five k the Euro Championships. You had the you know the great run there, and. Oh, um, And, but you're, you know, you're doing the Antrim half marathon this weekend, aren't you?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
2: that's a big, you know, 5k half marathon. That's quite a, that's quite a big, big stretch really, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I know it was, it was difficult trying to prepare myself going from 5,000 all the way up to um, half marathon in such a short space of time. But I think my train has kind of stayed the same. So I, I'm just going to yeah. go in and just enjoy the half marathon. I'll see what I can do. But if I even get close to my PB, I'll, I'll be happy. So, um, yeah. In terms of happens. reasonably
2: fast course, I mean, there was a female world record set a couple of years back ago. The course was short. They, they found it was about <laughs> 100 metres short.
3: Oh uh, no!
2: Oh no! I'm sure they've rectified
0: uh, it this time. Right? Uh, yeah, it was I'm really sure, sickening
2: because because I uh, Dougie Selman's a guy I coach. Doug, Dougie'll be running this weekend as well. And Dougie was in that race and he got a PB only for it to be crossed off. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah, he was a bit annoyed. Yeah, Yeah,
3: that's my yeah. worst fear is I, I do a race, I get a PB and then they tell me, oh, it was 100 metres yeah. too short. But
2: I think they have learned their lesson at Antrim. And, yeah. and it is absolutely. And, and I think it's a pretty reasonable course. I think that's one kind of hill. Um, it's not too but, bad, but, but but mostly it's it's pretty decent and if the weather's okay. It's 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 absolutely a, a good course to run Yeah,
3: as long as it's not windy. That's yeah, what, so I that's, hate that's, the
2: wind. That's, that's what I'm meaning, you know. So, it's Ireland, you know. So you can get all seasons in a day, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it is what it is. But 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 yeah, so so it is. It is. I do. I did find it quite interesting that. You know, you won the UK championships over 5K. You went to the Euro under 20s. And yet your training, your training's not classically a 5K training. I mean, you, you've run a great 5K. But, you know, in my In my world, you know, and I I coach a lot of middle distance athletes. So in my world, I would have been thinking that, well, you've not really raced a 1500 or a 3K. um, I'm not sure what you're, you know, have, have you done faster stuff or how much faster than 5K to prepare for that? Or have you just run your 5K off mainly endurance work? Because if you've done that just off endurance there's a lot of scope for 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 getting faster over 5k.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. one of the things that I'm aiming to do is do a lot more speed work because um I didn't really it was like quite busy up till the time to 5 weeks so I managed to get um a lot of like fast speed work in so it was basically off like endurance kind of pace because I think I've got like one pace and that's what I just run for everything.
1: Yeah.
3: Um but I mean I did I did do a three K um in June, which was quite good, which was a bit faster. Yeah, it was nine
2: thirty three, I think.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. I that's think I could reasonable. have gone it was annoying because there was the first one that I'd run in, in a, about a year and I, I, it was just it was just so short I got to like there was only like three laps left and I felt like I was just like starting just start and I was it. like oh no so <laughs> definitely more more practice with shorter distances and because I've not really run the uh, 5000 very often and I've not even really yeah. raced a 5k only really park run um, and that's not really indicative yeah. of, a, of a of a track race so um,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so my, yeah. my point would be that 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 really you you've run significantly well over 5k but with a minimum of what i would call specific 5k training and given you know your current youth you know your age and the age groups for the european under 20 i think you still probably would qualify for the next euro under 20s you certainly qualify for the under 23s as well you know there's quite a possibility there for you to uh you know to progress internationally over 5k
3: fingers crossed hopefully if i yeah if i actually go to the track and and do some stuff yeah so Um, would
2: that be something that that you would that you would point to that you would you would actually look at or, or would you still just do the whole the whole gamut as it were
3: um i think I, I would probably f- prefer to do 10,000 on the track. I think that would be yeah. where um, I'm probably more comfortable because the 5,000 is still like a bit short because of my strength is endurance. So I I, yeah. I think um, it was like I was quite surprised that um, I did well on the 5,000 anyway because I went into the 5k champs in Edinburgh and I was like, oh, we'll see about this. I don't think it's going to be very good. I don't think I've got any speed anymore. <laughs> um, so it was a bit of a surprise um, when I got that time. So it was a bit of a bonus after the road season um, but I think I should, you know, see where where the the five thousand takes me because I can't do it. Um, I can't do the ten thousand next year because I'm still under twenty, um, yeah. so I'd have to wait till the year after to yeah. do it on the track. Um, so yeah. I think why not just focus on that for the the next year and then. Uh, I, I think the there's
2: distances. I think there's a lot of value, Natasha, in in getting whatever speed that you can manage in in at this time of your life. knowing knowing that you can move up in distance um and and just see how fast you can go and and if you get faster great and if you don't get faster it's it's a it's just a learning experience that says yeah i need to i need to go a bit a bit longer and and that's what i'm pointing to um but but i think i think one of the things that i see in in good middle distance runners who've not quite made it is that they hadn't spent enough time really working on some basic speed to see you know to cover all 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 the, all of that range um and and I think you, you don't you don't go wrong by doing that I think I think that you can um you, you know you either find out that you can go a lot faster or you find that hey this is as fast as I can go so I definitely need to move up so so it's yeah. all information and it's
3: useful absolutely
0: yeah yeah so so I'm I'm just going to bring it towards like Israel and some of those like you know big like breakthrough performances Natasha like did you see them coming you know those those breakthrough runs like you know because I, I know you obviously like you've kind of mentioned some of your training you look at your watch for pace and sometimes you maybe won't look at that you just focus on effort more than than this than the speed side of things like what like what, what what would you describe as like your your sort of like breakthrough? performance? Or do you even have one? Were you like, I know I can run 71 uh, minutes for the half or... or I think what?
3: it was, I mean, I think it was, I did a I did a half marathon in Glasgow at the end of um, November. It was a more run, but it wasn't... Um, they don't have like the proper license for the the course. So it was after yeah. like a period of time where I was I really iron deficient. Um, I got really anemic without really noticing yeah. until I got a blood test because I was like, why am I tired all the time? And it was, um, yeah. Yeah, it was horrible. So I got a, I got a blood test and I started taking iron tablets and then um I started doing a long run. Um, and I thought, oh, this is this is quite fun. I quite like the long run. I felt quite good, you know, towards the end of it. So that's where I thought, oh, maybe I, I should try a half marathon. Um, so I did. Um, and I did. I think for my first half marathon, I did uh one fifteen. Um, ah. After maybe like a month of taking my iron supplements, I was like, oh, I think I can, I think I can run again. Because for a time, I was like, I think that I was going to give up because I, yeah. I just physically could, could not run for like a month, and I, I, thought I was that was it, that was just the end of my career basically. Yeah. Um, so I did that, um, and then I kept taking my iron, so I kept feeling like a lot, a lot better. Um, and I did like a ten k in. January I think it was the Nigel Barge one um I did a 34 something I can't really remember Um, and I remember feeling really good when I was running so I was like oh like I'm slowly get like getting there um and then I signed up for another half marathon in Newcastle and because the one in Glasgow was not properly licensed um for the course measurement Uh, so I did that one and I I think I did like a 113 um and I was really pleased, I was like, I took off another two minutes, but then that yeah. one apparently was not accurately measured. They'd not done like oh. the wee uh, point 0.1 loop or something. They measured all of all of the other ones. And they said on their website, oh, it's, it's accurately measured, you know, it's licensed like officially by British Athletics and everything. And it turned out it wasn't, uh, which oh, was no really anger. frustrating. So that's when um, I thought, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to go up to Inverness and do the half marathon championships. And that's when um, I did... Uh, my 71 which was which was yeah I think that was basically the the run that um was yeah the the breakthrough that I think that started all the the other ones
2: yeah Yeah. no no absolutely and and I've said I mean Inverness is not the easiest of courses you know it's uh you know generally I would think folk could run about 90 seconds or maybe to two minutes faster on, on a flat course Oh um,
3: well that's good. Yeah, well hopefully yeah. I'll keep that in my head
2: for Sunday. Yeah, because it's it's <laughs> not tell um, myself yeah. that. Yeah, no, I, absolutely yeah, I mean sure I've that is. course <laughs> lots of times <laughs> as a as a veteran. Uh yeah, not not, not in my kind of young Hades, which was a long, long time ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even longer than Kyle's uh, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so I know I know the Inverness half very well. So so it is it is um it is a course that that you can run reasonably well on it, but I think it's got 60 to 90 seconds anyway. Yeah, it was
3: a bit hilly. It was a bit hilly yeah. at some point. So I remember going up yeah. this big hill. I can't really remember much of it, but I do remember going up a big yeah. hill and thinking, oh, no.
2: <laughs> that, that, so you do that at about, you know, three to four to five mile mark. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fairly early on. Yeah, yeah, there's, a bit yeah. Of a, there's a bit of a drag out the doors road. And then, then you turn a sharp left and then you grind your way up a hill.
1: Yeah, uh, to, yeah, to get
2: I to the, that. to get to the top of the course. Yeah, no, no, I it's burned in my memory as well. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> I think
3: that's only only bit of the run that I remember is going up
0: that going up that hill. Yeah. <laughs> so Natasha, do you like you know you've you've kind of mentioned about you know what your support network looks like, and I know this is a, a question Lewis likes to to ask of maybe maybe in the thunder, but I'll Ooh. ask it for him in case he forgets. Uh, <laughs> it's a, is uh what, what does like you know what does that support network look like for you and you know what's your sort of general day to day look like as well? Like, you know, are you are you are you a student, are you are you working or you know, what what's that look like for um, Natasha I'm at the moment?
3: Off to university, uh... In September, um, to oh, Dundee, okay. um, okay. so I'm doing biological chemistry and drug discovery, um, so I'm really oh. excited for that. So hopefully, I do the yeah. majority of my training on my own at the moment, um, so I'm looking right. forward to hopefully joining a lot of the like the athletics club and triathlon club. So hopefully, I will get some people to to train with. So I'm not just on my own, like going around the track by myself, yeah. and you know, in the pool on my own and stuff. So it'll be good to get some uh, training partners, um, for that. But um, yeah, most of my training is um, is solo. Um,
0: yeah, is that too- including like uh, you know the swimming, cycling, running, all all that kind of stuff? Is that generally all?
3: Yeah, well, swimming. Yeah, yeah, swimming is um, on my own because well, I used to be at a a club like before COVID or just after COVID. But I thought when I wasn't competitively swimming, I was like, there's no point. So um, I just go to like the public sessions, which is kind of annoying when there's people in my lane doing like breaststroke, like right up the middle, and I'm like, I'm trying to do my (laughs) session here. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Those people,
3: and then you know, like the other slow lanes are empty, but like the fast lane, no, everybody wants to be in the fast lane for some reason, and I'm yeah, I'm probably I'm probably a pain because I keep. splashing them and they want to keep their hair dry or something <laughs> but yeah and then no, debbie, um,
0: debbie rants as well to me uh just about people not being yeah. in the right lanes and yeah, oh, yeah. I, I get i could get it I, I i think people forget you know it's really difficult when you're going so quick just just you know go there's allocated lanes there you know just go in the right yeah. lane yeah
1: yeah but you don't know, wanna, it
0: was... you don't want to confront them either you know, no, no, uh, I never do. I've never done that. You just scared. kick water in their face.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Friday. I accidentally kick them. I did. I think I did that <laughs> right. today. I accidentally hit Ooh, a woman doing backstroke, I was like, oh, oh no. So, yeah, I apologize. Don't worry. But you know, in my head, I was like, nah, that was deliberate. <laughs>
2: yeah so So, like you know so in in terms of the mental aspects then because that that is something i normally ask about is uh, do do you have any mental preparation for your races you know do you do you get in a kind of zoned what do you say to yourself how do you get yourself motivated and focused
3: um i'm normally in a flap i'm always really nervous before my race and my mom and dad have to deal with me being really nervous but I, i do like to visualize um uh, before races so like I have to see like the, like if it's a road race I like I want to see the finish line and yeah. um, I want to see like maybe parts of the course so I can almost like visualize myself going around it
1: yeah um,
3: and I think it's just I don't know telling myself that I can I can do it um just for like a a while like last year I got to some races I would do it, i I would almost like give up before I'd even started because I thought I just couldn't do it um okay. so I think it's just having like a belief that I can run quickly around the horse
2: <laughs> that yeah. sounds a
3: bit silly yeah. but yeah um, that's really my my no, mental from, a,
2: from a sports psychology point of view that's probably Absolutely right. So you got to have some self belief, yeah. and one of the ways that people generate that is is doing what you've done. You know, you see yourself successfully running ring bits of the course, so that helps. And the yeah. other thing is your self talk. You know, what you say to yourself. You know, I can do this is a is a belief about the possibility that that yeah. you can. Yeah. So so you you're using. So I'm into sports psychology in a big way, and I used to do a wee bit of sports psychology stuff before or after our interviews. Uh, and uh so you're ticking some of the boxes there and and there's a lot of things that can be done for pre-race anxiety uh you know in terms of getting people into the right frame and the right state of mind on the start line but also maintaining that through and kyle kyle's benefited from some of that in the past for his longer races haven't you kyle
0: yeah uh, yeah absolutely yeah it's, it's it's certainly helped me um to, yeah i mean obviously like the longer you go even the the longevity in the sport, it, it you still learn, you know, some of these strategies. But for, for me, um, I I I think I find it interesting, um, you know, how short a time you've been in the sport. I, I think f- f- for you, it's, yeah. it's 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 uh, it, it, you seem to have a lot of maturity around your training and even some of the mindset things that we just talked about there. Um, but I mean, I, I yeah, for me, I'm just like amazed by how, how much you've you've managed to achieve within such a short space Thank of you. time? It's uh, amazing, and, and you know, for, from 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 our perspective, I suppose you know a, athletics in Scotland and your support network around you. I really hope that you get the support that you need, and yeah. you know, you're nurtured yeah. in the right the right way for you. With you know, a, and and a, also just to ensure that you you are given flexibility as to what you want to do because. As Lewis said, like to go for, you know, for 5k to half marathon and, and the, way, the way I see it is, that, you know, my experience and what Lewis has said, like there's definitely you're still finding your feet, I think. Yeah,
3: definitely. <laughs> and, and,
0: you know, and to, to once you find your feet and once you find your niche and, and that may change over age and, you know, as you do different things and as you get more experience, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know look well, at josh
2: just and jake to, you, yeah but well, you just have to look at ailish mccolgan you know yeah. so, so ailish started 1500 3k steeple then went to 5k she has got a british record at 5k at 10k is doing half marathons and i'm sure we'll have a brilliant marathon career
0: yeah, and and so she's a great role model I, yeah. absolutely and she, she is a role model for you as well isn't she natasha yeah, I, I know yeah, um. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm part yeah. of her um, giving back to track
0: yeah um, like yeah, yeah.
3: scheme, which has been really really helpful, especially with um you know competitions that have been further field like when I had to go down to England to for the English Championships um yeah. to qualify for Israel and stuff. So it's been it's really good to have that support they're, because they're I, I wouldn't have for. gone if it wasn't for that if it wasn't for that money yeah. because it is really expensive um you know yeah, flights uh, and travel uh, yeah. and stuff and accommodation yeah
2: so sh- 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 tell you, was a couple of my athlete middle distance athletes that i coach benefited from that as well and jenny yeah, selman yeah. whom i also coach jenny's very friendly with with with, with the Ailish, so it's uh i get i get to hear uh some of the the, the yeah. backstory of these kind of things yeah. which is no, nice to
3: fantastic you. definitely yeah. there should be more yeah. there should be more organizations like that um yeah because i know like a few people have been held back just by costs of going to like going yeah. to events and everything. And I think it, that shouldn't be a, a problem. You know, I think everybody should have like equal opportunities if they want to go down to England yeah. and run a, an event, they, they, they should, they should get to do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, so just another athlete I coach is Sarah Calvert who ran 8 and 15 last week yeah. and, and Sarah's Sarah said that support as well. So I think, I think you're absolutely right that, that we need to identify and nurture our young talent and and help to not to directionalize things but, but to but to help with that direction and planning so that there's a package around it. Definitely. Um,
1: yeah.
2: So so I think uh, I think that's absolutely right. And there's a number of there's a number of opportunities around that through national governing bodies like Scottish Athletics, but also the kind of things that Ailish is doing. Yeah,
3: so good good, yeah. good
2: to tap into all of that. Yeah. Definitely. But
3: absolutely. yeah, I suppose yeah. Um,
0: when you no, go,
3: Natasha, you go. no, I was just saying it's no. it's weird to be like so new to uh like a sport. Sometimes it's just that other people have so yeah. much knowledge. Um, it's yeah. just I was saying the other day, like one time I entered a race. Um, I think it was like last year and. I was going to do a three, a three K and had SC next to it. And because I come from a swimming background, like SC means short course. So it's like a shorter yeah. pool. So it's 25 meter pool. So I was like, oh, maybe it's like short course, maybe the track's only 200 meters or something. Um, so I entered it and I was like, this is great. And then on the the morning of the race, like I Googled it and I was like, what does SC mean in athletics? And it says steeplechase. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I, I can't understand. do that. Yeah.
1: And I was like, there's <laughs> no yep. way I
3: can jump over that huge barrier into that water pit. I'm, I'm not going to do that so I had to I had to pull yeah. out last minute and be like I'm really sorry I just I just didn't understand that it. it was steeplechasing yeah. I thought it was short course so yeah oh, I suppose it's just so... um yeah having that a bit of inexperience um when I've not really been been doing yeah. it for for that often.
0: Well this well, is you, something you, you don't need to experience for uh, Natasha it's fart like questions. Um, oh, all right here we go. So, uh, uh, well uh, it's you can, your answer can be as long or as short as it as, as it can be. It's, it's and Kyle, you. Kyle, you can't ask her about
2: a beer mile.
0: She's probably underage <laughs> for drinking.
2: I'll wait until no. next year
0: once you've had the year at university eh? and yeah then, then yeah I'll ask, ask me at the, the end show. of
3: first year yeah definitely
0: yeah. <laughs> that's true you might you might actually be one of our youngest guests on the on the show so uh yeah it's it's good to we're we're broadening our audience no doubt definitely. <laughs> um so the first thing I've got is what's your favorite running session
3: Ooh, um like sessions or what I do on like a track
0: yeah, or anything, anything running-wise, like I probably probably enjoy. my
3: probably my long run, just because I, I I get a really nice sense of freedom
0: for yeah, from my okay. long run. So yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Are, are you wanting to chip in Lewis? Do you
2: remember any of the questions? No, no, no. You, no this is the questions are your thing, Kyle. I'm
0: i these. What's your favorite shoe?
3: Um, probably my Asics Meta Speeds
0: oh MetaSpeeds, yeah, is that your, your choice in the races is it yeah i'll be yeah. wearing
3: them on sunday yeah they're really good
0: nice nice okay yeah. and we'll is get a shit in for some
2: sponsorship for you from asics get a kit drop
3: oh i'm i actually am sponsored by oh, asics
2: oh, right. so right, i there
3: had you to say that yeah but no yeah, nice. not that i had to but i genuinely they are a really good <laughs> show
1: oh, i
0: need more than I, I need more than a carbon shoe to get me quick again not so sure <laughs> um what's your favorite discipline of running what's uh you know do you like 5ks 10ks half um, marathons cross country? cross
3: country oh I love cross country I oh, I think okay. cross country might be my favorite but I think probably 10K, yeah. probably
0: 10k yeah have you um I know it's going off tangent but have you done any like cross country races yet like you know oh yeah I've like, done
3: I've done a lot of cross done? country races um maybe, I went maybe i uh, I did I mean, like nationals like, I've done nationals yeah, um, okay. a couple of times um I went to the uh intercounties last year um in okay, right, yeah. Loughborough yeah. and yeah yeah I really yeah really enjoyed really enjoyed cross countries
0: and you came All the second East as well, and stuff. So. you came second at the national champs so apologies yeah. I should have oh, no, I should have okay. had my power 10 of your profile loaded up which I do now so <laughs> oh that's okay <laughs> yeah yeah and what about like who's your running hero you got like a running hero or you know um,
3: i really look up to ailish mccolgan um, and yeah, yeah, like laura yeah. Muir and stuff and just because they were from ah. my club as well so i think it's it's really nice to have um them as like role models and um someone to aspire to be like
2: yeah Uh you like got a you favorite you couldn't ask for better, really, I think, you know, I th- no. and they have both particularly shown their mettle over over this past wee while. Definitely. Elish you know, a- has had sure. a number of issues regarding her her, her knee uh, and has and got to come through that and run really well. Mm-hmm. And and Laura is just such a fantastic figure to, you know, mentally, physically, she's the UK team uh, captain out in the world just now, uh and you know it's just she's just got a presence i think that is, that yeah, is
1: incredibly
2: helpful yeah yeah i'm a big well fan What well
0: said yeah definitely.
2: yeah and,
0: yeah <laughs> oh, <Laura. laughs> yeah
3: i know i love laura Muir.
0: yeah uh if you had one race you could do one more race you could do one that you've already taken part in or one that you would like to do what one would it be
3: oh that's a tricky one um so it could be one that I've not done but I'd like to do yeah, yeah. um oh probably um I'd love to do like the New York marathon
1: yeah when I'm older in oh, okay. like
3: in like five uh, yeah. years time don't worry I'm not doing any sort of well, marathon. When you're really
2: old age. in five years time
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, 20, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, but, you're only half my age
3: yeah (laughs) so either either the new york marathon or the london marathon or some like some big marathon where there's loads of people i think that would be incredible
2: yeah okay new New york's a slowish marathon okay well maybe not that one big 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 hill at the start over oh no no hills and then the last few miles uh through central park is very hilly
3: okay well maybe not that one L- L- maybe... London's definitely
0: London's a faster course definitely. okay
3: well, we'll go for London we'll then because I don't
0: I don't London. want to do a hilly marathon yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no it's uh, I mean Natasha it's been brilliant to talk to you yeah uh, and thanks for you know aligning our, our calendar and and you know meeting you and you know and virtually and uh Good luck for this weekend as well. Yeah, think oh, thank you. Be, thank you so much. I'll be looking forward to seeing how it goes. And we, we had the race race director on the show a, a couple of years ago, maybe last year, uh, a fantastic guy as well. So uh, say say hi to him from... Yeah, the you'll, have a, great, you'll have a great time there. You'll have I know, it. I'm just going to um,
3: enjoy it. I mean, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to put no, no pressure or anything. No. I'm just going just gonna to yeah. run it and, and see what happens. It's so slow and slow. Yeah,
2: yeah, just, just flow. Yeah, absolutely. Into your yeah.
3: Yeah, let me look at my watch. Just gonna run. Enjoy the scenery. If I've really yeah. bad time, I'll just say I'm really sorry. It was just, it was too pretty to yeah, run. The, you don't,
2: you don't need to be sorry to anybody. Just, I just, know. yeah, Just go and do what you can. But I'm, I'm so sure happy. that it will be worth looking at the results, Kyle, thank next you. week that, when we do absolutely. our, uh, when
0: we Hopefully do our review. Can. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, Natasha, thanks again for coming on and uh, oh, no, yeah, good luck. Thank you for having and, me. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Take care. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. Catch you bye. later Natasha. Cheers. Bye. 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 So there you go Lewis, that's Natasha Phillips. Yes. Uh, an interesting story from, you know, her sort of intro into athletics and running and sort of her background, Um, you know, I suppose slightly, slightly unique. You know, usually you, the, the general traditional, you, people start running in athletics and they, they go up the the distance. But you know, it seems a, a real range of talent she's got. So looking forward to seeing how she gets on at the the Antrim half and uh and on, on the, week, the on weekend. Sunday. So. Yeah, there'll be this Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So, so See, the thing he, that impressed... so while we're on the show, like you you know, just talk us. Do you know who's taking part then? I mean, you said you've got Dougie taking part. No, well, um,
2: I, 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 you know what? I can't remember who's in the Scottish team. I know that Dougie's going over to run. Um, looking, yeah. looking for a good run there. But I think you're going to bring up on screen. Uh, well,
0: I'm trying. You just keep yapping. I'll see if I can find the team.
2: Who's competing.
0: Yeah. So, uh, ah, so it's great. It it, yeah, so we've, yeah, well, we've got... Um, right. So just quickly, Natasha, Sarah Potter, Ailey Bell, Sarah Green, Fraser, Stuart, John Bell, Charlie Sanderson and Michael Ferguson are the the team. There you go. So, well, Is yeah, Michael team. actually
2: running then? Because I, I saw he did a fairly major training session uh, yesterday or the day before uh, on his Strava.
0: He, I, I he, think so. He's, like he's
2: been 20,
0: 28k big, you know, really? big session. That's so, a big session for yesterday or yeah. two days ago, but well, certainly uh, take me hey, a couple let, of weeks let, to let's, let's say that that Michael probably knows what he's doing more than me. <laughs> so ah uh, yeah, sorry, what were you mentioning about? Yeah, just your athletes. Dougie's taking part. Yep.
2: Anyway, uh, that's, well, that's the that's the only athlete I coach that's 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 taking part.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, let let's sort of like turn our attention to some other races that that took part. Is there anything from your end, Lewis? I mean, we had Zair that that was that was on. You know, that was a a couple of weeks ago. We were chatting about you know some of the athletes taking part in that. Yeah. Um, was, so I, did, I, I, I Yeah. So so I
2: did have a couple of athletes uh, taking part. So I had Naomi Lang. Um, and Naomi didn't quite do as well as we thought she would. She the first half of the race didn't go terribly well, um, and she felt unwell and not right. And uh, things came together a bit in the second half for the for the descent. Uh, but but she was a bit disappointed that that. And we were trying. We've been trying to work out and do a wee post mortem on it. You know, was yeah. it nutritional, you know, did, did, did she over egg the training in the week before? Um you know, we're just looking at the various factors that 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 might have been uh, you know causative of, of that. So one of the things, you know, just nutrition, and I think I think we should do something on nutrition at some point, not necessarily today, yeah. but but so one of the things that Naomi said was that you know she had a decent enough breakfast. Um and and then a kind of wee mini second breakfast, which is fine. But then probably about 20 odd minutes before the race, I had some kind of uh sweeties uh to 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 put our sugar up. And and I think I think sometimes folk need to be very aware of that because for many folk it's fine, but for a number of yeah. people you can get something called reflex hypoglycemia. And what that means is that You you take in a bit of sugar before you race. And as you start racing, what what happens is the sugar's going up in your blood. Insulin comes out to put the sugar down, but you get an overshoot. And it puts the sugar quite well down. And you then find yourself running a bit on empty for a while until things kind of settle down. And it can be quite a a disconcerting experience. I'm not sure if that's something that you've
0: had yourself in the past. Hundred percent have dealt with that uh, many times. Then, mainly during training runs. Like, yeah. I think it's probably more applicable to folk who are busy and they squeeze in their runs, and really, at some points, there's no real structure other than when they, you know, they do it where there's time yeah. and where there's a, a gap. And like I've I've been guilty of, you know, getting something in me because I've not really eaten. So I've been in meetings or I've been whatever I've been doing. I, you know get get something down and then all of a sudden I go out for a run I feel great for the first like few minutes and then all of a sudden I'm like in the middle of nowhere I feel bonky and yeah uh, I'm like this is awful but it's a horrible feeling this is that exactly what you've described but then you you it, you do eventually find your feet again it takes about for me anyway, like 15, 20 minutes to yeah. kind of feel okay again. Um, but even in easy runs, like I get more, t- more so on easy runs than I do in higher intensity runs. So like I've kind of learned when and what to have before a, an easy or a session or a, certainly in a race situation. And I don't do that. Like I don't I don't tend to, to have something like instant before a race like that because I know what happens if I do. Uh, so yeah, you know, so it's an yeah, interesting point. It would be good to have a nutrition sort of like episode on. Yeah, we could we, could do, the, we could do a wee
2: bit on, on nutrition. You know, particularly for longer runs, particularly about nutrition in the twenty four hours before what to do in the morning, yeah. before depending on how many hours before the race and and whether to. You know, uh, you know, to take these uh, glucose drinks beforehand or not. You know, so there's a, there's a number of strategies that we can that we can certainly look at. So that was that was uh, Naomi Holly Page also ran it. So Holly was just running it as a training run, and and uh, you know she did fine. Uh, so, but both both of them were uh, somewhere around top thirty to forty, I think. Uh, which is not, you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's a, not bad in that race. I, I think for Naomi, okay. because because a couple of weeks beforehand she did a fantastic run uh, in one of the other Swiss races, uh, you know, finishing second. We were really hoping for a top ten finish. Uh yeah. So so that's why, but you know, we were just a bit disappointed and needed needed a wee bit of a post mortem on it. Um, yeah but yeah so Holly's still out there she's got she's running for Scotland next weekend in a, and and it's, it's kind of like a vertical climb race <laughs> oh uh,
0: yeah okay a wee VK it, nice it, yeah, yeah a
2: VK you know yeah. just yeah. straight up there um so um, yeah they're, they're they're toughies they're toughies oh
0: aren't they just it yeah so the, we yeah. also had Robbie Simpson as well who, who uh Julie. Claimed, uh, what was he fifth place? I think or something was he?
2: Certainly. Yes, I think I think Robbie was in the top five.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I think Robbie Robbie ran very well, and the, and the you know the Zinal is a it's a classic race, isn't it? I mean, it, it attracts uh, attracts top runners or you know top. Ultra trail endurance mountain runners, you <laughs> know, I mean, folk with great engines uh, who can run really hard up and down, uh, up and down the hill, uh, well, yeah. uh, down the mountain. You know, it's got a significant, it's got about two thousand meter rise and fall, and it's over about thirty two k. So it's quite, it's you know, that's quite a, that's quite a challenge. That's probably like running a marathon, really. You know, in terms of the. You know, it's all, it's thirty two k, but with the rise and fall and the type of terrain, you're on you're on your feet for a for a marathon type um, type effort.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and I mean Robbie's been doing that race for over ten years, and you know he's got so many top five consistent, top ten consistent performances over that yeah. period of time, and, and that's testament to his just resilience and consistency in the sport. So yeah. A great result from Robbie there and uh in, in a world class field, that's for sure. So uh but I mean talking about world class fields, I mean let's you know there's been many races taking part, but this this weekend uh you know there's a monument mile as well which uh oh, that's Mikey, right. yeah, Mikey Wright has uh you know created something and his his supporters and his team um into something truly special. So We'll be looking forward to seeing how that goes, and unfortunately, uh, Tom and I are unable to take part in the the race. Tom was unable to you know, take the time off at the weekend, um, and you know, and, and unfortunately, I'm unable unable to to attend either now. Uh, you know, in terms of logistics to get to the event. So, uh, yeah, so yeah, fingers crossed. It's a great race and. We look forward to seeing how that goes. I think there's a live stream as well. So there's a the, live, there's the a
2: live stream. There's a YouTube live stream. I've, I although neither of the or none of the three of us will will be there. I've actually got three athletes uh, running. Uh, oh in, in the yeah. women's, I also got, uh, you know, so Jenny Selman, Sarah Calvert, who won the Scottish 815 double last weekend. Uh, and Hannah Anderson so all, all three of them will be, be running that'll be the last race of the season before they go into a uh, kind of well-deserved couple of weeks break okay. before we then start our autumn and winter training
0: oh dear, geez oh eh? Dar- hey the darker nights as well eh? it's, uh so what about you Lewis what's uh I mean we you know we we talked um a couple of weeks ago that you've you're Training for Loch Ness is that still still on the yeah, cards?
1: Well, yeah,
2: no, I'm training not the marathon, uh, Kyle, at the, the 10k. No, 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 uh, but but you know what, 10K. this 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 week, uh, for the first time in ages, I've I've had a kind of groin strain injury. Well, no, uh, and and I've not been injured for for ages, and I'm not 100% sure how it's come about, but I was in Aviemore at the end of last week and I was. The runs I was doing just a bit more undulating, kind of up up yeah. and down, and I did a fairly major session on Monday. So I did a uh, did a mile warm up, then I did four miles hard, then three miles hard, then two miles hard, with a wee bit of recovery in between times, and it and it was on probably a course where I just hammered the downhills a bit too hard, and uh, I've although I've been running a bit since then it's just been really uncomfortable so I've had to I've had to kind of pan my session for today just do an easy run and a bit of circuit training so I'm hopeful that because I'm not good at managing these things Kyle I you know although I'm, I'm rarely injured when I do get injured I just try and run through it I'm, I'm my own worst enemy um <laughs> but because I just I just hate not being able to get out and run it's uh it, it, it it, it may, you know, it's a black mood day when I can't, if I can't run. <laughs> no.
1: we'll
0: we need, we need to make sure that you've, uh, we're not recording that day then. Eh? Cause it'll be an angry episode. <laughs> we we'll need a lot of rants to make it entertaining for the listeners. Um, yeah. We, well, well, fingers crossed it gets better. That, and I'm sure it will. So great. Um, well, well, before we go, we we do have a couple of things now. I think this one's going to be pretty obvious, but we'll say it anyway. Who is your TRS runner of the the week for me? Who Who would you suggest? Oh, I, that I
2: is? wonder. I wonder. <laughs>
0: um, could it be? Could it be Josh Kerr? Josh Kerr, absolutely. I think there's no doubt, Josh. You know, you may well have won the world champs, but the TRS runner of the week is. Uh, Incredible That's a, an accolade, accolade above, and
2: above and beyond that. Yeah.
0: that? So, yeah, well done, Josh, again. Um, and we did have a few people sporting their short shorts. Um, we, uh, I, I'm sure there was a few coming onto on the Insta story there. Um, I haven't got it to hand, but I do know we've had a fair representation of people wearing their Tartan running shorts. So keep your posts, keep your shorts coming in. We have no more mediums, but we do have some smalls extra smalls and large and extra large shorts available so if you do fancy a pair to don for your next event do let us know time running shorts at gmail.com or get us on our socials and uh any questions you have about the you know any suggested guests or um any questions you want to ask coach lewis give us a shout let us know and we'll create some discussion and additional content um, and also the TRS run running community page on Facebook. Feel free to join that, initiate discussion as well from that perspective. But aside from that, I was going to call you Tommy there. Aside from that, Lewis, there's, there's not really much else to say. Other than that, I'm a bit of a loose end now that I'm not taking part in the Monument Mile, sadly. But um, I'm sure I'll uh, I'm sure I'll find something else to entertain myself. That's for sure.
2: Well, you'll be able to switch on your telly in about an hour's time and see uh, the World Championships, and it's on until Sunday evening. So, uh, well, that, there you go. That, that, that could be that. That will, that will keep me glued uh,
0: for for a while. Definitely. Well, thanks again, Lewis, for uh, an awesome catch up again, and uh, thanks again, listeners, for listening to yeah. us rambling. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll see you next time. Okay. You Cheers. Like now. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.